Welcome back to Buckle Up Bestie. I'm Roisin. I'm Amy. Um, and thank you for listening last week if you did to our pilot episode. Now I know the sound did sound like we were doing from a tiny sock. But <laughs> this week's a little bit better. Um, if you're listening to this for the first time, um, our podcast is Buckle Up Bestie. And it's basically just the deep car chats you have with your best friend when you're driving around. It's a bit like a therapy session and we just thought it'd be fun to give it a go. Yeah, that's where all the best chats happen in the car. Um, so this week we cover our topic of the week. Um, I'm bringing the topic this week, and we discuss we discuss the pill and contraception in general. Um, our review for this week was a book called "I Know Where She Is," um, and then we went through our anonymous agony ant questions. So one question each. So that was everything we covered this week. So we do hope you enjoy. Yes, and again, we said it in the first episode, if you see it's around town and you don't like the podcast, mind your business. Yeah, we're please don't, please two, don't look me in the eye. <laughs> we're two little girls <laughs> trying to make our way, so you know. <laughs> okay, so... Buckle up, bestie! Okay, we're going to start with the um, weekly catch-up. Um, so, I'll go first. <laughs> so, this week, um, I bought a car. I know. I know, very, oh, very excited. So it's so weird to have in my own car and not I having know. to rely. I feel like now, like I'm here for the long haul. I felt like I got a car. I was like, I started to panic the day I went to pick it up. I was like, oh my god, like this is a commitment. Yeah, like this is really tying me to here now. Not that I want to go anywhere, but it's just like, oh my god, I'm, I like I feel like I'm. I literally felt like I was put, like, trying to get a mortgage. I know, but also it's so like you can go somewhere and come back and know you're not having to borrow your parents car again yeah i have it car. i think it's just so nice owning something yourself yeah you know I mean? and it is it's weird like i'm driving i'm like this is mine i know and it's so beautiful but yeah i kind of feel like it's just i feel like we're so grown up now or something that's scary and you got a new job and i got a new job yeah i'm starting next week i feel like the same happened with you you got yeah. a job and um, a car all at the same time everything came at once but yeah i'm starting my job next week um, How what, do you feel about starting a new job? I feel very, very excited. I kind of feel the same kind of sense of, oh my God, what the fuck am I doing? I'm here. I'm back in Ireland now. But I'm really excited about the job. I really like it. It was actually the job I was in before I left. So yeah. I know everybody and yeah, I'm really excited about everyone. So nice. Um, it's I working It's working from it's home, so yeah. Nice. And my sister works in the same company. So it'll be very good. Yeah. And I'm just excited to have a purpose again. Like, I know that sounds yeah, like... Back being like, a real person. Yeah, like, I'm excited for my brain to be tired at the end of the day. Like, because yeah. actually, trying to make yourself busy during the day. Like, I don't know how people do it with kids. Like, I can't keep myself busy for the whole day. Imagine trying to keep a two-year-old busy. Oh, oh my God. God, you'd be exhausted. Not for me. In the weekly catch-up as well, I've decided I'm going to bring this up. Today, I saw a man. Now, the sun was shining. Mm-hmm. This man was walking over the bridge carrying a box of bottles on his shoulder and I said summer is coming there's a something the in the air out. and do you know what Roisin I got this morning I had to defrost the car going to work yeah and by lunchtime I was Roast out of the them. car there wasn't a breeze coming in the window I was sweating to death getting a tan and I just said to myself there's a bit of hope in the air there was a now, glimmer of hope he, he was carrying a box of Heineken on his shoulder and um, yeah he did look a bit scaldy definitely but but do you know what? Can I just say on the same note? I was walking back in to work, right, from my trip downtown. As you do. No mask on. The sun was coming down. It was it was just a glory breeze of something. And I just thought, 
this is it. And I that that and Get I was driving. Beer that's exactly how I was feeling. I was like driving the new car. I was feeling myself, and oh. then I was like. I want to go straight to a fucking beer garden. Yeah, get me. I was like, I actually pulled over the side of the road and said, "Sir, can I have one of those Heinekens? You, ha- you have, you have twenty. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the way you'd be. Yeah, I'm doing this from jail. <laughs> um, how was your week? My week. Sorry, can I just say it's Pancake Tuesday? Yes, it's Pancake and the Tuesday. Last time we recorded it was. Valentine's Day. What so we're is? actually only doing it on big days with so the next <laughs> the next Valentine's day with Paddy's Day. So and then after that Easter. So no, do you know the rolling, way it's all rolling But then there'll be a bit of a break from Easter to Bank holiday. But I have to do fourth of July, I suppose. <laughs> um Um my week was I'm just so busy in work at the moment and I just feel like all I do is like work from home. Like I'm just busy. I but, know. Like I'm liking work, so that's good and I don't really have well what did I do at the weekend went down to see one of my friends her new apartment down in KK isn't it insane that people our age people we know have are buying places and apartments like, and having children and all I'm like lads calm down like what the hell no but you know what I like our friend group is still like nobody's married nobody mm-hmm. has kids yet like, everyone's on the still, same still pretty young and there's no like pressures there but like as soon as they do I'll just have to like I was talking this to Ma today and I was just like, I'm not in any mad hurry. Now, easy me say that because like, I'm single and no one wants me, but like... Do you know what it is? <laughs> you know? like, oh, I've all the time to have kids, but we're 27. I know, but like, I know. biological clock is tick-tocking. You know? I know, I kind of feel the same way as well. I'm like, I always wanted four kids. I'm going to have to have quadruplets or whatever you call them because I'll get it over and done with in yeah. the one go. I mean, it's Kim K and just buy them off. Do you know? Yeah. I mean, I suppose it could if I start saving now. Yeah. Can I just um, say, like, the point of the podcast is car chat. And yesterday we met up the Christmas Oh, my God. And the deep chats. It, honestly, there's something about sitting in, like, especially, I think, the passenger seat of a car. Because you're not driving and you're yeah. not, like, like focusing, focusing on anything. And you're just let loose. And it's just the most, it's the most relieving conversation yeah. I think it's like going well, to see a therapist I feel like the most important part of the chat happens when you're letting them off but you're not finished and you park up and everyone takes their seatbelt off and you're facing one another and the heating is still on do you know do you know and you're still you know talking and, and then when you get out of the car you honestly feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders I was wrecked going in that. <laughs> yeah you would be because it's quite I like normally I'd text you saying like love you so much I was asleep no yeah. honest to god same as myself Amy and do you know what <laughs> Delighted though, because I had a good night's sleep. I know. Down <laughs> you know, for the night. Absolutely. Um, so is that April? I week think that's the roundup of the week. Not really. Good you know, week. Good week all in all. I give it a solid week. six, I suppose. All right. Well, Jesus, there was peaks and drops to my own week. Absolutely. But we won't go there. But no, we won't. I might actually give it a ten. All right. So that's that. Okay. This week's topic of the week, last week we did um about Carlo, we did that together, we both knew. Mm-hmm. And this week is my week, so I'm picking the topic, Roisin doesn't know what it is, and she's thinking so... it's going to be something so crazy. I'm it's so not. excited. But I was just driving in the car one morning, and I thought about this, and I was like, you know what, like, every girl, like, talks about this with their friends. So, originally, I was like, I wanted to be on the pill. Okay. But I kind of want to cover, like, contraception in... In general. general. So, can our mas and dads please switch off <laughs> yeah. and go listen to RT News because 
it's not for you. It's going to get sexual, I'd imagine. It's, I would hope so. <laughs> it's about that kind of <laughs> I mean, thing. I'd absolutely hope it does. <laughs> My question is, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> How do you use a condom? <laughs> anyway, I brought a banana. <laughs> And you were like, what's in the shopping bag? Anyway, I found this thing called Lubba in my parents' wardrobe. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, very sticky, not good hair gel. I have some bullet points Okay. what I wanted to cover in this section, okay? So, with the topic of the week, we wanted to be kind of a story or like informational or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So, I kind of just wanted to start with our own stories on, on contraception and yep. whatever. So... Mine actually involves you. My first time, um, I chose to go on the pill because that's all we knew when we were that kind of age. Mm-hmm. So I was 15. I had a boyfriend at the time, uh, which I know is very... I think it's quite young to be having sex. But anyway, and I also was having really heavy periods, I remember, at the time. But I yeah, you used to get really bad periods. Yeah, whatever happened, I don't know. But... um. I wanted to go on the pill, but I didn't. I just wasn't open with my parents at the time. I knew they'd be questioning why am I having sex at this age. So I brought you along with me, of course, booked in a doctor's appointment. I was obviously working at the time because I had my own money for the doctor and for the pill. Yeah. Um, but I remember clear as day me and you going in. I don't know if you remember, but it was a lady doctor. And I was like... Was oh, I in the room? You, were, you came in with me, yeah and I was like I want to go on the pill and she was like okay why do you want to go on the pill and I was like because I have really heavy periods and she just I don't know if you remember but she just like made an absolute joke and was I was like I find it really hard to like wake up in the mornings like like no I said I find it really hard to get out of bed with the pain and she was like oh don't we all and all and like at the time when I was 15 I just thought like this is so condescending I just felt like shit but I remember she didn't explain it to me. She didn't give me any other options. She didn't take my blood pressure. She didn't take my weight. She literally prescribed me out Yasmanel and was like, go on your merry way. And I think I was on that for like five years until I realised this is making me absolutely crazy. Um, but that's the most insane thing because like they're meant to take your weight and all. And you're, yeah. Because if they're giving you two... Cause Similar story to myself. I actually now, sorry, I do remember that. I remember you were sitting up beside her desk and I was sitting in a kind of back of the corner of the room. Yes. Yes, I do remember that. That's an actually insane. Imagine someone, imagine her looking at us going in together. We were, like, now me and Amy are over 27. We look, like, <laughs> honestly, right now we look, like, we pass for... 16. 16 now. So how young did we look when we... Anyway, that's oh, beside the point. But I remember I went in, I was on the pill and then I came off the pill. What age were you when you first went on? Um... Do you remember? God, I, it was similar. I don't think I was on it until maybe I was eighteen or nineteen. Really? Yeah, I don't think I was on it till around then. But I came off it then because it was just I was had my mood swings were so awful, and then yeah. I went back on it purely for like sex wise. I think. Yeah. Um, because I, I never really suffered from bad periods, but then when I went back to the doctor, they were like, "Who's prescribed this to you?" And I told them, and they said that like this milligrams like this dosage of hormones should not be put into your body like there was way too much like no wonder you were feeling like not okay and then they exchanged it completely like a way lesser dosage they were like if this is basic if this is purely just for contraception like for having sex then you just need to be on this lower dosage like there's no need for you to be on this high one and i remember thinking oh my god like that's insane i can't believe that they put me on that but then 
I anyway even on the lower one I still it just did not agree with my body Jesus mentally like I was yeah. like uh, did you find that like did you find that you were like I, I was up and down like at my emotions I was insane and I don't care what anyone says it makes you put on weight I don't know whether it makes you hungrier or what but you put on weight and also no sex drive like that is like one main thing that I'd say especially to boys who are like pressuring girls to want it is like if you want me to have sex with you, you can forget it when I'm on the pit. Yeah, I've never found that now, personally. Really? Which one were you on? You were on Overnet, was it? No, to be fair, I can't really remember, but I was on Overnet, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like you, like the ones that, that I've heard that about people, like the like the weight thing did affect me definitely. But the sex drive, I've heard, have heard of it. It hasn't happened to me. Yeah. But it is like. It is a thing. Yeah. And but the mood swings, like I was now, I'm obviously still a crazy person. So <laughs> no. I didn't notice it until like until, until you come on off it a few it. years, and then you come off. It takes you a couple of months. Yeah. To like get, but like I also found that like I was either super emotional or super no feelings. You know, yeah. like I was completely numb at one stage, and then like I was and flying that's terrifying. Off the, wall, you know? the thing is, that's the thing about flying off the wall is that like the littlest thing would fucking send me, and like I, I would suffer with anxiety now anyway. Like at this at twenty seven, and I feel like it's only something I'm really coming to terms with, and something I'm really only understanding now. Yeah. So looking back on it, it's that. I know a lot of that had to do with my anxiety, but the pill definitely didn't help it. Oh my, oh my god. god. Like it if definitely anything, it could have been triggering, like you never even know. Oh, it was insane. But like there is pros, like obviously it's safe sex. It's like what, ninety eight percent effective, I think I have like statistics on it here, but um and it can regulate your periods. You can plan stuff and periods around it. Mm-hmm. Um it does help with your uh, flow like if people have a regular period it helps with that and it can help with headache or yeah yeah it's a headache i don't know well you can get headaches with ac- it's meant like to be that. very good for acne to people who have acne yeah like our friend was taking it and when she had acne and it cleared her skin right up yeah like there definitely is pros and cons but just for me personally i think well and what started this conversation in my head was like boys are like you need to go on the pill like if you're in a relationship like get Mm -hmm. on the pill and it's like actually there's other contraceptive methods and like there's nothing wrong with boys wearing condoms and like why do we have to pump our bodies full of hormones and like yeah like what i would want to say to like little me when i was 15 the same height but like little me (laughs) yeah Um, little me still looks that young yeah is like please god research it if these professionals aren't going to tell you and don't let anyone tell you what to like. That you should be taking two it. people having sex, and like if they're not willing to protect themselves, like why is it up to you? And they need to have enough respect for you, and you need to have enough respect for yourself to be like, and like no, if like, the pill isn't working for you, that like condoms are okay, and like like boys especially are like, um, I don't want to wear condoms. It's it it doesn't feel the same, and it hurts me, or it's not sexy, and blah blah, and all that is not true. And you need to start having sex with men. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, because men... Go straight for the... Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, no. Because, like, they... There's nothing wrong with having condoms. It's not unsexy. Do you know what? Mm. It's not sexy. Fucking the morning after pill. Yeah. And, like, Do you know what's not sexy? Pushing it and watermelon out to your fucking arsehole. Do you know, like, <laughs> seriously. No, but it is, like... It's... Hard and I've as had well. this argument with 
a boy. Like, yeah, no. It's just like, but they're it bringing make out. Me feel good. It, it didn't make me feel good to be like, why is it on, the onus on me? Yeah, exactly. Why is this m- on me to take this? But also now, like, they're developing a, a pill for men. Yeah. So how many men are going to take that? Like, if it's going to really affect your hormones and affect your moods, like until you've taken the pill like for some people they take and it's not like they don't notice it like it's yeah. not a thing some people it's great for yeah we've been on it for years that. and years and years for me it just makes me so sad that I just yeah, it's I, like gin. It, honestly <laughs> yeah it's honestly like morning. taking a shot of gin every morning <laughs> Do you know? and, you're like, and like, if you forget it or if you have diarrhea or you you're you vomit vomiting, or you're fucked that's like, gone it's not and, and a lot of people don't even know that. No, but and see, the thing about it is, is that like when you're going in, like you think, oh, this is when you're young, like um, like person, not not like everything I was thinking about, but like when we had boyfriends and when we were able to go on the pill, we were like, grand, now like, we can have sex and not get pregnant. A, that's not true. <laughs> you're not you're not going to not get pregnant because you're taking the pill, and B, like, it's. It, you just don't know what effect it has on your body like still to this day I don't know what hormones are in the pill I don't know how the hormones actually affect you I just know that they didn't work for me so I stopped taking it but I actually never looked further into it no but like and you don't know it also doesn't protect against STDs no like, yeah I could go into that's... a full talk on safe sex here but I won't because I just <laughs> wanted to talk about like con- well contraception is safe sex but um, yeah I just like People need to be more educated yeah. on what they're putting into their bodies, and also like if it works for you and everything great, and like this doesn't this part doesn't affect me at all, but it can reduce your fertility rates and stuff, and like stop you from having kids, which I don't want to. But yeah, like, other people and like young girls aren't who are when I was fifteen, I wasn't even thinking about kids. No, and, that, sure. and if I only stopped like say this year, like the chances of me getting pregnant, like yeah, I could get pregnant in the morning. <laughs> immaculate conception <laughs> <But> <laughs> wake up and you know get Gabriel's bedside <laughs> Gabriel's <laughs> down the bottom of the bed waiting to you look at Gabriel's out with syringe saying gotcha <laughs> got him Go- but but you know, you know that's so true you just when you know, I think you're so young going on it and you need to have that chat and like like me if you go to the doctor and they're not giving you the information you need to ask like I should have went to my mother and spoke to her about it and like mm-hmm. it needs to start in school and it need it, it can't just be like let's get the girls for a class on this it needs to be boys and girls like w- if you're having sex yeah. responsibility is on both parties to make sure you're com- everyone's comfortable and everyone's safe and protected and that's it like, oh they should be teaching safe, safe sex in school borderline like anyway and it should be like it subject. should be it shouldn't be just like, a one-off class like yeah. learning about fucking periods and we learned all about this it shite. once in like four or fifth class and that was the only thing and like there's such it's because there's such a like stig- stigma around like sex in Ireland that like yeah. it's, you should be ashamed of it but like I think as well like sex should be seen as like obviously not maybe not in primary school but like when when you <laughs> well, <laughs> to come together 12 year olds but um but like it should be seen as thing that you shouldn't have to be ashamed of or hide from like again, it shouldn't be it like a to like Catholic guilt as well you don't absolutely. want to talk to your parents about it because you're you're terrible like still to this day I wouldn't sit down <laughs> and tell my mum you like do you know I had a great night there you know? but, like, <laughs> but you're not going so to awkward. but like it'd be nice to be able to talk freely and openly like I know if I had any issues I could go to my parents and like maybe parents are still really close but I'd still be mortified talking about it Yeah. and sometimes I'd be mortified talking to you about it but because it's it's this thing that's meant to be shameful that you're only meant to have sex when you're married and all this bullshit when you're ready to have kids like yeah and and having sex should be to have kids like no no No, absolutely why don't we enjoy ourselves (laughs) (laughs) no but can I just 
look up and tell you a funny story that actually my sister only told me um, the other day about them learning it in school. So my nephew is only nine, but when he was in senior infants, I don't know if the whole school had a chat or what happened, but they, the parents got a text home being like, we covered like sexual topics in school today or whatever. Now senior infants think of a bit young, right? But you don't even know where your own woman is. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with <laughs> My sister said she was sitting on the couch with my nephew and they were just watching telly and next thing he looks at her. Now you can imagine my nephew looks over at her and goes, Vulva. <laughs> That was it. <laughs> and she was just like, okay. She was like, like, is this a game? Ball sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but like, like now, senior is a bit much. But like, I think that's their like. Class. But like, that's their thing. Like, oh, we talked about that to the children. Like, talk about and they fucking them a what? diagram. I don't care about the inside. I remember the diagram. And I remember to this day having to come home and having to get mommy to sign a fucking like cop ovary. yeah I, she asked me where does the baby go and I had to put, and like I've never been so embarrassed in my life. I wanted the ground to swallow me up and I wanted to die like that. that is horrific but going back to safe sex that should 100% be for girls and boys and especially how to fucking treat women yeah and uh, now like I know it's and women like, how to treat them absolutely and also women how to treat men like I mean it's yeah. it's goes both ways but like I just think that there's such a lack of communication about that because it's it's frowned upon. Yeah. Um, okay, I think we've spoke so much about that and I actually had like more points, but I think what we'll do when we actually finally upload this episode is post the link to where I'm getting the information. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I just think anyone who has like younger cousins, nieces, nephews, anything like that, like just try and educate them a little bit and try and take the stigma away from sex and safe sex and how you protect yourself because, and I know I was actually listening to another podcast and she was saying that she went on the pill, her mother put her on the pill for if she ever got raped. Yeah, and like, that is not terrifying. It's so sad, but like that's a smart mommy, like as well, you know, at that young age until oh. she decides what she wants to go on instead. And at least they're having that conversation. Yeah, you know and I mean? you like, know, if your mother is bringing you in and in front of the doctor and the doctor's not giving you the information, they can be like, okay, well, can you tell her about her other options? And you know, stuff that like maybe a child is afraid to ask or a younger person's afraid to ask. So, but as well, like for mommies too, like it is like if I'm coming to you because I want to have sex, I'm going to have sex either way. Yeah, so, so like just help. You get protected, or, or I'll do it behind your back. Yeah, protected. You know yeah. what I mean? And because, like, when I was 15, like, I had the funds to go and do it myself, and I didn't but need everybody anyone. Does, yeah. Everyone does, and they have the right to be protected as well. And, like, you're getting an allowance every week, like, let it go to something. Absolutely. Something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it is, it is obviously beneficial, and, you know, it helps you in the long run, especially, like, you know, if you're just you know started to experiment and all that kind of stuff but yeah i think that's a good idea to put the link in yeah so people exactly can see. so we'll leave it at that there's so much more and that's such a broad topic but we'll literally be here for the night yeah <laughs> baby got to sleep okay cool so now we have um the review section our review of the week mm-hmm. um and this week we are going to do a book that me and amy read so amy read this book and she said to me roshan this is amazing i want you to read it and it's called believe it or not we can read we get would you believe i and i'm shocked myself to be honest <laughs> um it's called i know where she is by sb caves now i don't know if it's caves or calves i, I think caves shows. caves okay but She's not the only one who knows where she is now. Because we all know now. We and all know. Yeah, and Spoiler. 
Okay, I'm just going to start off by saying it's not the best book I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I am an avid crime, like, fiction. Enthusiast. Enthusiast, yeah. I love reading them. And it did, I did enjoy it, but it wasn't like, oh my God, wow. It wasn't like turning a new leaf, anything we've never read before. However, yeah. I, on the contrary, love a self-help book, as we all know. Mm-hmm, yeah, because you do love a self-help I book. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> Please really. help us. Um, but I, when we were over in Canada, just needed a break from yeah. <laughs> it's my really, It's just too hard, like, reading self-help books. I think sometimes, not hard, but, like, sometimes there's just a lot you need, something to yeah, break Yeah, and up. there's a lot of hard language and stuff in them as well. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, let me give your bloody genre a go. And you didn't, in fairness, you read it in, like, three days or something. Now, it did take me ages to read it because I brought it home at Christmas and, obviously, Christmas and the wedding, my sister got married. Um, so, but congrats, Ashley Mom. Yeah, congrats, guys. <laughs> um, I no, but I thought it was like for my first kind of um fiction mm-hmm. um in the long in years. It was an easy read. Um, I did like I couldn't put the bloody thing down. So I never even explained what happened in it. So basically, it's about this lady <laughs> and good start. Good, sorry. <laughs> so. You have to guess what the book is about. <laughs> so her daughter went missing. And then 10 years later, like around the anniversary, she gets this letter through the door. It's not even like a, uh, it's just like a, written on a piece of paper. It's not even addressed to her um, saying, I know where she is. So someone had put it through the door. And then she brings it to her husband and her husband is like, you are crazy. Let this go. It's been 10 years. She's never coming back. So basically then she fights tooth and nail on her own to find her daughter, find out what happened to her. She knows she's still alive somewhere. And it's basically just her trying to find her daughter now it is very just like touches on some very harsh topics and it does quite, get can be da- some graphic. dark yeah yeah it is that da- it is a dark book definitely yeah um and i like i it sometimes you have to kind of stop reading it a little bit because it just was a lot yeah there is definitely twists and turns um there's definitely parts where you kind of you're angry and like mm. you know sometimes I had to put it down to be honest because I was like that's sick and do you know what it's hard to read because it's it's uh, probably happening right now yeah like it's very yeah. it's, it is sick like it touches on like so it's it's, it's obviously a fiction book but it's not far like it is they can't obviously say who it's about or whatever but yeah. there is scenarios like this happening all the time and it is like there is like it does touch on like pedophilia and like sex ring and all that kind of stuff yeah so that, that's like human trafficking really. yeah so it, it is it's interesting the book itself like it's good that you know you, you kind of get the outcome that you want but yeah it was a good all in all what would you give it out of 10 i would give it an eight now my judgment on the eight it's just because i haven't read one in a long time i haven't read one since yeah um and i just i at the time of reading it, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, you know, and, and like good. if I picked up another um crime fiction in the morning or thriller or whatever genre it is, I might think, oh, the other one was actually shit. But I thought it was written well. It was easy to read. Easy to read. Overall, yeah. had a great time. I will. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. I did enjoy it. It it was good. It did take me a little bit to get into it, but that mm-hmm. was probably my own fault. Um, but yeah, I would recommend it to a friend. Like I'd like our friends to read it so we can do like a like a little book uh, book club book on club, it or whatever. Yeah. We gave it to Denise, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully she she read it and gave it to you, did she? No, I read it and gave it to her. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, good book. 
go and read it if you're in, if that's the kind of genre you're into. Yeah, so well done to SB. <laughs> good, good woman, Miss Caves. Yeah. <laughs> or Miss So that's it. Thanks for listening to the review. Thank you for listening to the review and we'll catch you next time. Good night and God bless. On to the next topic. Okay, so we're on to Agony Aunt. This is my favourite section, I have to say. Yes. So, as we said previously, we're asking, we don't have listenership, so we're asking friends, family, extended, friend and family, even our enemies. I asked a calf yesterday, do you know, I put my mic up and I said, do you have any Agony Aunt questions? Yeah, ma'am, yeah. Do you know what they have a lot? <laughs> they have a lot going on. I'm going to start, if you don't mind. Go for it. Roisin doesn't know who I've got the question from or what it is. So, but bam It's going to be her calling me out. I have a friend here sitting across from me that I don't like. This is a bit of a paragraph, so bear with. <clears throat> I've been going out with my boyfriend, so I'll stop you there. It's definitely not either of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, never with me this year or next, I'd you say. Know. Anyway, go on. I'm so sorry that me and Roisin can't get together for Agony <laughs> We obviously get so excited about this last... Um, is it even our last segment? Yes, it is. Okay, I've been going out with my boyfriend just over a year now <laughs> and he really wants to move in with me. I'm absolutely mad about him, but I don't know if I'm ready yet. How do I tell him without causing an argument? <laughs> now, I'm sorry that I laughed halfway through, but me and Roshan have been going into a laughing fit, not because of this question. That was a little laugh for me as well. Um, so, she's been going out with her boyfriend just over a year. She's happy with him, from what I can tell. Um, mad about him, but just not ready to move in yet. What do we think? I think what advice? That, I mean, if he's mad about her and he really wants to be with her, if she said, "Hey, I'm not ready," he'd be really understanding. And in the grand like, scheme of things, just over a year is nothing. No, oh my God, Jesus, you'd be in long relationships when you're in school. I know, and like there is <clears> that thing, like when you know, you know, but like that applies to if both parties are like feel, ready for that step yeah, as well. Absolutely, but also I feel like. Do you know, like, if, if it's a short thing, like, he can wait another six months or another yeah. year. Like, I mean, what's the rush? I think you shouldn't be able to tell your, be afraid to tell your partner anything. No. You need to have an honest and open conversation and, like, not even wait until he brings it up again or asks you again because one thing lads hate is rejection yeah <laughs> we absolutely. all know that so like i would literally be like hey remember like you brought this up um i just want to know like i'm at uh, say what you said to us i'm absolutely mad about you i really am don't want things to change between me and you mm-hmm. i <clears> definitely <throat> want to live with you in the future but right now it's just not it right just for not me. the right time but as well i think that that's really great because like like really great could be a communication because like it's open and honest and you're not saying oh I can't move in with you because I can't afford it or like you're not doing any lies like it's no. exactly how you feel and he should respect that he should say oh god I don't want to make her do anything that I want and then in the grand scheme of things if he looks at it and say okay we move in too quickly together and we start fighting it might ruin the relationship yeah like and if you're like, not ready you could move in with him in, like in the future and think oh I wish I did it sooner and that's fine but in if in this moment you're not ready you're not ready and the same way is if you if you asked him and he wasn't ready he wouldn't be long about telling you no that's the thing though I'm sure that, that, that he'd be able to be like look I'm not that's not what I'm looking for not what you're looking for right now but that's just not where I'm at yeah. like it doesn't mean doesn't like I feel like living on your own and then moving in with someone like you're giving up a lot of your own space and a lot yeah. of your own independence and has nothing to do about the other person yeah like you could love someone so much but like 
like I using you for example mm-hmm. you love your own space and you need your own space yeah like because <laughs> I'm like a wild animal no but like you do like you like to have like and I feel like that as well about myself like I need a place to myself where I can just go and be on my own and be on my phone for a little while and not talk to anybody yeah and maybe the person whoever wrote this in is worried that they're going to lose that and like that can be frightening because where do you like that's your outlet like yeah so and to be completely honest i feel like in a year you're still getting to know that other person yeah oh my god so how are you meant to know if you want to live with them yet yeah you know what i mean so i would just like exactly what you said i wouldn't make up any other excuse i'd be upfront and honest and i know it's so hard and i'm really bad at communication in relationships but i would just be like address it you bring it up so that they know you've been thinking about you've given it a bit of thought and look it's not that I'm ruling it out and I definitely that's where I see things going with us but right now I'm happy where I'm living you can come stay with me whenever you want but I need to call this my house and that's your house and it's going to flow naturally we're both going to want that step when it comes but yeah. right now it's not and if they can't accept that and like I would be asking well what's the rush Yeah. if you also see a future then there's going to be loads of time for us to live together that's the thing like what is the rush like if you're, if you're so mad about each other and like I think that moving in together is very could be very I mean I've never moved in with someone before but like other than me <clears throat> other than yourself but none of that was so exciting for us because we've known each other so long but it's so different we've our own rooms yeah we've our own that's lives. so true and, and like, it is you different. can go out there and I can't I wouldn't say a thing to you I'm delighted for you but like like when you're I don't think I'll ever live with someone a boy like and especially not in the same room we'll have to have separate rooms because imagine me Roshi but that's the thing though like if the the, the whoever is writing this in like that's maybe how they feel and yeah. like you can't like maybe they feel like they can't communicate that to the person but like I think at the bottom line is that whoever you're going out with like you should ha- be able to like communicate with them Mm-hmm. like that's one of my worst thing like one of my really bad habits is I'll bottle up how I'm feeling because I'm afraid I'll lose that person so like if that was me now I'd be like oh panic and I, I just want to move in with them because I'm afraid that they'd like leave me because that's what I'm like a condition to think that if you you know speak your mind that they'll just go yes but <laughs> I think that that's such a bad way of thinking and it's something that I'm really working on and I think that's like if that's if this person is feeling like me wouldn't you rather just get your speak your mind and not not there's gonna be any consequences, but speak your mind and be true to yourself and do something you actually don't want to do. Yeah, because you're just going to regret it. It's such a huge step. Yeah. And you don't ever have to be ready for that step if you don't want to. If you want to live on your own forever, then like who's to say you have to get in a relationship and after you're moving together and then you have to get married and then you have to have that's not the way life goes. No, it's not how life works. Live life the way you want to live it and you know, if there's a few other men that you want to move in with instead, and you know, <laughs> what want to move into a frat house? Do you, do you know what I mean? Don't, um, don't let your boyfriend stop you from finding the love of your life. Is what I would give. Absolutely, kick him to the curb if you have to, and even get him drop you off the lad new lad's house. Do you know that kind of way? But all jokes aside, I just communication yeah. and compromise is key in a relationship. Yeah. Not that I would know because every one of them has crashed and burnt. But with Absolutely. yourself, I would find that a good functional relationship between me and you. Yeah. And what's the number one? Communication. Communication. Compromise. But I feel like that is <clears throat> big in every relationship, like friendship and like romantic relationship. Like now, bear in mind, my romantic relationship record looks like the fiery ring arsehole of hell. Like we I should mean, do a full episode on our love life. No, because it would. It, w- it would take five minutes. People would have to go to counselling after. It would. <laughs> 
people as in us. People as in us, yeah. <laughs> um, people would have to admit that they have problems, us. Um, but, yeah, I think that every, every relationship has to be open and honest. And, like, I think that that's something you have to learn to. And also, the thing about it is, is that she, it, I don't know if that's a girl or boy, but right. they are saying that, oh, I'm mad about him. Well, if he is so mad about you, he'll understand. Mm-hmm. And if he's getting angry, it's because he's a child and throwing his toys at the pram because he's not getting his own way. Yeah. So, I just, I know we're finishing up this, but I just wanted to say a similar thing that happened to me um, with a boy, not about moving in, but we had been seeing each other for a little while and he, we were having a date or whatever and he said, he was leading up to asking me to be his girlfriend and I could tell and he's like, I think things are going really good, blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of, I just panicked and I stopped him. And I was like, I think things are really going really good too. And I love the way things are going. And like, can we just keep it at this pace? This is like what's comfortable for me right now. Like, I really, I don't want to see anyone else. Like, just you. But I'm not ready to be boyfriend and girlfriend at the minute. And it, it saved him... I suppose not the embarrassment of but like it saved him asking out and I suppose that rejection yeah and he took it absolutely brilliant and he was like I like reassured him like I, I'm mad about you blah 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 but the only thing was he was then very slow about asking me out when I was ready because yeah he felt like oh like I was going to ask once and she wasn't ready yeah but then <clears throat> again I just had to communicate okay I'm ready now yeah <laughs> that's the thing it is about like communicating right now I'm not ready to move with you right now but I will let you know when I'm ready and there, that will like that's a good point saying like it's not a no it's just not right now not right now yeah so which is that's great. perfect yeah that was a good one right what's yours <clears throat> my one today is what do you do if you have a friend who is in a happy relationship but they keep talking about their ex sorry all I could think of <laughs> is what do you do if you live in a shoe <laughs> so can you repeat <laughs> what do you do if you live in a shoe Tie up the lace and wreck the place. <laughs> do you know? Um, what do you do if you live in a shoe? I just was going to burst out laughing. So what do you do if you have a friend who's in a happy relationship but they keep talking about their ex? Okay, so what part of that is happy? <laughs> so, I have a couple of points here. I'll read them okay. out to you and then you can let me know what you think. Um, so I said, maybe ask them why they're bringing their ex into the conversation. Maybe like... if when you're having a conversation they bring them in like oh why did you mention that, that person's name mm-hmm. um, and then I said I need to know a little bit more about the story because if it ended badly they could be bringing their ex up because they could just be really angry or really hurt it doesn't necessarily mean they still love them Yeah. but like when you're burned by someone you still have a lot of anger towards them mm-hmm. and then I said again that then it could be unresolved feelings but not necessarily loving feelings like sometimes you need clo- closure not just in romantic relationships, again, I think friendships, that yeah. you need closure on a chapter of your life. I think that when you don't get closure, it's hard for you to put something to bed or put lay it so, to rest. Can I just clarify, this person is talking to their friend about their ex, but they're not. it's not in front of their current partner. No, 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 no. So, like, just say just it be me talking to you about, I mean, my make-believe boyfriend. I'm having my like, make-believe boyfriend, I'm talking about my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And... The friend is kind of saying, well, she said she's in a happy relationship, but she keeps talking about her ex. So I think that it's a bit of like, we don't have enough context in what yeah. way are they talking about their ex, or like lovingly. Or if, if they're comparing their new boyfriend to their ex, that's obviously not healthy. And I wouldn't yeah. say that's they're fully we, over we them yet. We need to know what way they're t- speaking about their ex. Is yeah. it bad? Is it good? 
are they still friends with the ex? Mm-hmm. Is the ex still kind of in that friendship group or like in a small town where they might all know each other? And was the ex very close to their family? So just for the sake of this then, right? So just say that the ex, that that they are comparing the ex to the boyfriend and that oh. they're still in contact with the ex. So like just say it's... <laughs> That was very. That was They're very still in contact. I didn't know. What well, this? This is just me making up a scenario. Oh, now. right. Yes, this is me just saying for toxic. Well, firstly, I don't think you should be in contact with your ex at all if you're in with a new par- partner. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's like you're really good friends or something. Well, I would say like unless like there's absolutely zero feelings there. I know, but is there ever like you've had sex with this? I just think for me. I would not like my new partner talking to his ex and I would find it extremely weird to talk to my ex if I was with a new person. Yeah. I just think like, move on. But like, I don't have any friends that are boys. I don't, you know, yeah, like all my friends that. are girls. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what so that's like. So different, yeah. But like, I, I do feel like as well, like if you keep talking with your ex, it's, they're obviously maybe not over it or yeah. like, I, I would, it, so if Agony and the, answer I would give to that yes. is sit them down and say look you're mentioning Larry a lot whatever his name is um, you're mentioning him a lot like why is there some unresolved feelings there I don't think this is fair to your new boyfriend if you're still you know thinking about your ex mm-hmm. you know maybe you need to like get some closure on that or maybe you need to just like work on yourself a little because if you're trying to like if you're trying to have it, get a new boyfriend and you're just looking for all the same qualities as your ex-boyfriend, then there's something wrong. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would just sit down and try to get a bit more information from your friend and be like, what's going on here? Like, it's not healthy that you're talking about your ex-boyfriend. Definitely. Like, any context, the, this is not healthy. If it's a scenario what you said, they're talking about, they're, they're comparing their ex and they're still talking to them, they're not over them. No. And, like, they're wanting their new partner to be a a version of their ex or be like their ex and it's just like just get back with your ex then and I just think it's so unfair on your current partner yeah. it's so unfair they and have like, no idea like we all have that fear of oh my god like are they going to go back to their ex like personally my next boyfriend is never going to have been in a relationship before mm, well you're, you're, <laughs> because your ex-boyfriend is just taking his communion and you're waiting you're waiting until you're waiting until he's 25 you know mm. but it's just like that is just constant fear in your head like are they talking to their ex like you know I, you always well for me I always compare myself to the ex yeah absolutely I think that's the, I think that's a thing to do with like your confidence though yeah like for me insecure. definitely like I'm just so insecure in relationships because my all my relationships have literally been a fucking fire dumpster but <laughs> so anytime I'm even talking to someone new I just I freak out I hate it because I mm-hmm. I feel though like maybe that's the, they're just lacking confidence and they're trying to maybe they're so burnt by this person like I know when I stopped seeing when I broke up with my ex-boyfriend or whatever it was a situationship <laughs> um, everything after that then I was like trying to see where they like because, but I didn't want them to be like at all because my ex-boyfriend was so bad so maybe you're talking about to try stay clear of a certain type of person yeah but well. there's definitely a reason why that person's in your mind yeah and that's you're so talking true. about them so mm. yeah definitely like if you as a friend notice because like it's not often like it they they must be talking about them a lot if you're noticing it yeah um and like we all like 
like I just said there with my other one, I talked about my previous relationship. Like you always, you're going to have a story or two here yeah. or there, be like, especially with your time. close friends. Yeah. But if you're bringing up that person by name all the time and like they're on your mind, then definitely say to your friend, hey, like if you're close enough, say, hey, I know you're bringing him up. Do you think that's resolved? Is there anything you want to talk about? Like, yeah. Can I help you with this? That's so true. Come from a very loving place. Like don't make it, don't make your don't make it feel like you're attacking the person or like anything. yeah and it's just making them aware that they're bringing up that person a lot and maybe they can like maybe they're not aware that they yeah. do and then they're going to be every time they mention it then they're going to be like oh shit i do talk about him a lot like, yeah and it could be nothing it could, could be, be nothing. it could be just like out of habit yeah like you know when you're just spending so much time with someone and you're like just like oh yeah like that's me and it we're together. but again as you said if that is the case i think like it sounds like there wasn't a big break between the last ex and, and this boyfriend. So, mm-hmm. like, have a bit of time for yourself and, you yeah. know, like... Working yourself, love. Yeah, and, like, like, do you want a boyfriend or... Are you looking for companionship? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, do you love yourself and then this person happens to fit into your life? Or are you seeking a relationship so badly that, like, it's anyone? Anyone will do, yeah. So, yeah, I think go I back... to unpack there. Yeah, to be honest with you... I'm going to have to get you to call into the studio here. Yeah, <laughs> we, talk have, about we have a few things to say. But yeah, sit your friend down and say, what the fuck's going on, man? Yeah. Why You're you a whore this? is what I would start with. <laughs> start by pointing the finger. Yeah. And just saying, what smells fucking up? What's um, so that's it there. Thanks so much um, to whoever. <laughs> a yeah. lot of us for sending in those questions. Mary from Ohio. <laughs> um, but we yeah. do love giving our unsolicited advice. Like, we love it. And, and do you think we follow it? That's what I was going to say. If someone told me to take some advice that, you know, mate, Rush, maybe you should like start like working on yourself and self-love, I'd be like, how fucking dare you? Yeah, get out yeah. of my house. I'm happy being anxious and running after unemotionally... No, sorry. Running after... Emotionally unavailable men. Emotionally unavailable men. But you know what? Constantly so breaking my own heart. I'm emotionally unavailable woman. And tune in next week to find out why. Dun, dun, dun. So that's everything. And that was our episode one. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, we're so excited to have another episode recorded. Um, Obviously, our sound is a little bit better than our last one. Doesn't sound like we're in a sock. Yeah, it doesn't sound like we're in a little tin can. However, there is some glitches here or there that we're still trying to work out. Please bear with us. Uh, we are not pros. We're just two <laughs> two little girlies trying to find our way. Um, so, yeah, thanks so much. And we can't wait to see you guys next week. So, so buckle, buckle up, bestie. bestie.